how many things that you take for granted in life right now and 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 really the uh, the flip side of that coin is going back to again the beginning of our conversation about faith and love right uh we have faith that all these things work that 90 years ago you had no reasonable expectation to have faith that they would be there Mm -hmm. ever you know um with Facebook, it's it's a funny thing because growing up all my life and not having something like Facebook, I never really thought something like that would actually exist in, in the way it does. But now that it does, I think so many people just take for granted that it exists. Yeah. And, and they don't really, they don't look at it with uh, a sense of, I really have to be careful how I use this tool. Yeah. You know? The reality of it. Yeah. You know. Maybe sometimes you might be having a bad day, you know, and just kind of share that. <laughs> They'd be awfully worried from then on. Oh, I hope I didn't hurt no one's feelings. <laughs> right. Absolutely. It just seems like that could happen so easily that way, you know. <laughs> yeah. There's um, a term um, Terry always uses, and I, I, I'm sure that it's wildly used or uh, widely used. As, uh, it's called vague booking. Meaning okay. that you go on Facebook and you put some vague comments in there that's supposed to get you attention. Like, well, I guess I know who my friends are these days. <laughs> and so, like, people are supposed to feel bad and go, yeah. oh, do you mean me? I mean, I'm your friend. Is, right. some, is everything okay? You yeah. know, instead of... That was what I was probably was struggling with, all right. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and, and that's funny because I think you and I both... Um, we try to create an open atmosphere. I know for myself, as long as until the day you take your last dying breath, I know that if my life has a really bad twist to it, for whatever reason, say mm-hmm. something bad happens in my life and I'm worried, I know I can come walk in the door here, talk to you personally. Mm-hmm. We can we can think about it. Mm-hmm. We can feel it. We can love. We can pray about it. And we can work through it because mm-hmm. um, we've known each other. Because we've known each other, and we and we offer that space to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, there would be no judgments. There right. would be no, um, well, you owe me something now. Mm-hmm. You know, none of that. I would never have to. I would never have to come up to you and go, well, you know, be nice if I had people who cared about me once in a while. <laughs> oh, Josh, do, do you need something? You know, it's like no. I'd come to you and say. Man, I had a rough day. You know, I don't really have rough days that often. But if I did, you know, mm-hmm. God, you know, something happened with Terry and it scares me. Yeah. Some, you know, whatever, whatever it was, I would never have to vaguely tell that to you. I would just come in and say, "Whew, what a day!" You know, yeah. let's talk about this for a minute, <laughs> and vice versa. And I, yeah. and I try to offer that to any of my friends. Um, I don't really like to do it over the phone. Sure, um, I'm not a big phone just person. Just one on. Yeah, exactly. I, I would much rather see them in person. Right. Be able to... See their eyes. Yeah. You, you know when you need to hold their hand. Yeah. When they're telling you something, you can see that look in the eye that's like, you know what, I'm mm-hmm. going to grab your hand right, right. now. Right. You know, I'm going to let you know I'm right here with mm-hmm. you. Um, that's important to me. You know, I, I need I need that feeling. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, uh, there's lots of stuff going on with Dube right now that's very scary for her and, and very oh, sad. Oh, bless her. Um, the schooling deal, honey? No, uh, Raven's been having some medical issues oh. lately that are... Um, and he's such a handsome dude, isn't handsome he? Handsome and seemingly healthy, mm-hmm. and, you know, he's, he's 
It's not getting any better yet, huh? It's it's they just don't know yet. You mm-hmm. know, she, they had to take him to a neurologist, and they're trying to find answers because you know he's been having what they think might be seizures. Sure. And um, you know, isn't that interesting how that just came up, huh? Well, it, yeah, and, and it could be a million different things. Sure. It's tough to say, but when you don't know and you don't have faith that it's being taken care of, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's hard to be comfortable, and it's hard, you know, and, and you end up. In that position where you're just you're scared about your decisions, right? And, and and um. And I really wish that I could be there, right? That I or she could be here or whatever. Mm-hmm. That I could sit there. And that's where Facebook is kind of good, isn't it? Kind of an instant deal. I I guess. I mean, I don't know that she. I, I think Doob stays away from talking about those sorts of things on Facebook, mm-hmm. but. but isn't it such a thing as it could be just the two of you that nobody sure, sure. that's we, what I meant. We, we could. It's just the, the hard part of being like my wanting to just see her in person, you know, mm-hmm. just to be able to look at her and, you know, if she needs it to hold her hand while she's right. telling me something or, um, you know, whatever, to, to, to be able to add that comfort. And, and, and that's hard. It's hard because there is distance there. Mm-hmm. But I know that when the time comes that she you know, is here or I'm there, we're going to have very good time just in person. May you know? 10th? May 10th. She's, well, she's going to be here a week before that. Oh, so, good for you. That's um, wonderful. So, honey. yeah, so we'll be able to, to, to discuss and to talk about it and to find some comfort in that. But it's tough. It's tough during the in-between time knowing that my sister's scared. A little oh, bit. doesn't it just sometimes just make you absolutely ecstatic that he trusts us with his love? Sure. I just it, to me it is mind blowing. Yeah, I would agree with that. Isn't that something? That a puny human, he trusts like that, hey. And that I mean you feel so good about it because you know where that love is coming from, you know. Yeah, yeah, I can see that, and you have faith that that's where the love is coming. Yeah, that's from. the big deal, isn't it? That's how we were able to love each other mm-hmm. is to have faith that. We are loved as well. Speaking of that, right now I'm thinking of my sweet Shirley. I called her the other day. Yeah, how is your son doing? Um, that was why I called her. Uh, he is doing, Robert is his name too. And uh, he's doing much better. Okay. But he's got to have what she has. And, you know, Liz is a pacemaker nurse. Yeah. Well, you know, Shirley has that. Right. And he's got to get one. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. Yep. Hmm. So, but honey, it, it would have just touched your heart. The room must have been just filled with uh, her grandchildren and uh, her daughter, who she doesn't get to see too often due to husband, <laughs> Joni. Joni, and yeah, she, Dan, Dan's husband, or her wife, yeah. Yeah, and she just told me, and as you know, sweet Shirley, she is not a gossiper or that. She only sees the best in everybody and just lets the rest go. But uh, she had shared with me that Joni's husband is very selfish and doesn't want her to be with the mother, you know, that type of love or that. And so used to Shirley and her would go weekly. They would be together, you know, but that had all ended. But it was just so good, Josh, when uh, I called her 
Well, that room apparently was filled. She said, oh, here's my grandson, he likes you. And, and I could hear them laughing. And here's my son, and, and here's Joni. And oh, I told Liz, I said, oh, honey, you can't imagine. I was so happy to hear Joni again. <laughs> but you know, Shirley is just a type, honey, that she just doesn't let any of that get her down. She just continues to think the best. Yeah. It's happening. When uh, Joni's husband, Dan, was uh, the last stint that he did in the hospital, um, I went up and saw him. And Really? Um, well, honey, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's the um, he's the secretary on my planning commission. And really? So um, it was one of those weird, like, the world is so small kind of things, like when we finally figured out how we were connected, um, that he was, you know, son-in-law, son-in-law, yeah. Well, I'm so, so happy to hear this. So, um, Joni would call me, because uh, I, I gave Dan and her my number. So now you got to know her, too, through Shirley? Or, uh, or through not him? through her, through Dan. Through and, him. And, uh -huh. Yeah, and it was completely, again, completely at random that we figured out that it's all connected together. I but, see. Um, she works as a phar pharmacist tech up at uh, Kroger in right. Gibraltar. Right. So I see her up there every so often. And... Um, you know, Dan was in a bad way, and, uh, and and he is a stubborn, stubborn man. I mean, just, he's a stubborn guy. I, I like him, mm -hmm. but I, he's a pill. He just mm -hmm. is. You know, you, mm -hmm. have to, you have to figure him out, and you have to be able to deal with him. And, and I can only imagine the strength and amazing faith that his wife must have to deal with yeah. him on a just regular basis. Just like her basis. mama. And um, so when he got, he got transferred to a nursing home, uh, for a rehab stent for really? for a couple week period, but the the doctors were very vague as they are. Want now that's to do. just been in the last year, right? In the last I mean, year, yeah, yeah, probably six months ago or so. Because um, you know, before Joni was right with her mama weekly, they had their date. Well, he's I pretty he's pretty her. laid up these days, yeah. and, um, and and he wants her right there with him. That, yeah, it's it's it's. There's a demandingness to them, to them. So, well, she had called me um, out of the blue, and, and she used his cell phone. So, it was really weird because, like, I look at my phone and it says Dan's calling me. I'm like, oh, I thought he was in the hospital. You know, all right, answer it, and it's Joni. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? And she goes, I, I hate to bother you, but I just, I know you had said you know some stuff about this, and blah blah. Oh, blah, isn't blah. that wonderful? And so. I said, "Well, run it by me. Tell me, tell me what they're telling you and what's being said at the at the nursing home, and I'll tell you what what I know and, and what you might be able to do about it." So, um, she went through the process. I I gave her some hints and advice, and I said, "Okay, I want you to take a notepad, and I said, I'm going to hand, I'm going to tell you a couple of questions that you mm -hmm. need to ask, no matter what. You have to ask these, um, and get them in writing because you know there's there's some things that." Um, you know, if you don't know the procedures, you don't know the procedures. And mm -hmm. just like if somebody was going in for a pacemaker, um, you know, Liz could give people some really good advice and sure. some things to ask. When it comes to getting health care, secondary health care, like nursing home or stuff like that, I've had enough experience with it. Really? Things. With all your work? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of things I, I can help with. And so I did, and I helped him out. And, oh, thank uh, the Lord. Um, went and saw Dan a couple times in the nursing home against his... Uh, Wishes he kept. I wonder if Shirley knows this, honey. That I don't know. Cause she loves you so much. 
I ran into, when Dan was in the hospital, I ran into Robert, Shirley's son, mm -hmm. because he had went up there and was staying with him while Joni was at work or something oh, like that. Oh, wasn't that nice? Days, and I came in, and he's like, uh, who are you? And I'm like, well, <laughs> I, he's on my planning commission. And uh, I said, who are you? And he says, I'm Robert. And he says, I'm a uh, brother-in-law. I said, ah. I said, we have, I, I said, we have a connection. I said, <laughs> so I, I explained to him who I was. And he's like, oh, you're that Joshua. You know, and, and so, That one. <laughs> yeah, became fast friends, you know. Um, Shirley's Joshua. So, so yeah, so it, it's <laughs> funny how they connect together, but um, the interesting part to this, and it goes to what you were just saying about Shirley and what she said about Joni, is um, <laughs> since the day Dan has gotten out of the nursing home, which was back in November, and he got sent home, I have not heard one word, not one word, not an email, no phone calls, nothing from him or Joni. And um, it's been very weird to me. Like I, I'm not, I'm not going to chase them down. I'm right. not, I, you know, I offered to Dan and Joan both. Like when he gets ready to get discharged, have me come over. Sure. I've been part of this. You know, you guys live right around the corner from me. I, I've been part of plenty of uh, setting up houses to make sure that they're, you know, proper for. Um, for people who have sure. an, an issue, disability, or whatever, to take care of, you know, I will help out. If you just need a hand uh, getting out to the store, and you need somebody to come hang out with Dan for a little bit. I don't care. You know, I've done, mm -hmm. I've done it all. You know, no worries. Um, but I haven't heard a word from them, and isn't uh, that something? It saddens me to a certain. I wonder if Shirley knows too know. much of that. Hey, I don't know because she's never. As I say, that was. I, just the most wonderful thing, but I heard uh, that uh, Joni was there. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Because when I first met Shirley, of course, it was through Saint Elizabeth. And oh, honey, she's just like you. You're you're so generous with your time and everything you have. And she's that. She was that way. She would take these sweet ladies that had no other one in their lives. You know, see to it they got to daily mass. <laughs> And if from that she got into where she'd have to go and take them to shopping, grocery shopping, or uh, maybe they wanted medication. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's just a sweetheart. Oh, I... And that's how we met. And uh, I just uh, I fell in love with her. She's just a servant like you, you know, yeah. just a real servant. <laughs> Well, it's funny that, you know, you didn't meet her until you both are in your 80s. Right, and, you know, right. And, and Santa Elizabeth, yeah. thank God for that. Yeah. I was driving by St. Elizabeth uh, on the way in today. I, Does that sort of touch your heart? It's a you weird thing. You think of all the things that went on there, you know? Yeah, it's it's a really weird feeling going Isn't by it? there. Um, I took my first walk in days and months, you know, yesterday. It was really it was quite nice. And, everything, yeah. and uh, once again, you know, all the memories as you walk by that place, you could almost hear the voices. Well, you got to see it from the ground up. Yeah. yeah. Father McCabe. Yeah. When um, you got to watch them build the, uh, well, this version. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the building before was just like, I think Dad had said to me, like, just a big, Gymnasium, right? Almost. Yeah, he's right. What do you remember what the building was when they moved into it? You know, honey, I, I really don't. 
uh, I, I remember this because I just loved the housekeeper, Mrs. Pallas. And they lived in, you know, where you live there? Mm-hmm. There was the a convent? Yeah. Uh, they lived, uh, there was just a real old house that was, for years and years, had been, uh, what do they call it, rectory. Okay. And uh, so when finally this beautiful one was put there, well, Father McCabe, he was just such a sweet man. Paul and I both, we just loved that man. So, so honest and good and loving. And uh, he felt bad. He told, like he told his housekeeper, Mrs. Fowlers, who was very outspoken. He said, oh my, I said, I just feel like we should do penance or something. You know, this is so nice. He said, don't you think we did enough penance in that, uh, that horrible house? <laughs> it, it was really run down. <laughs> But uh, that just shows you a little bit of their personalities. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Josh, I just learned so much from all of them. It, just such good, good people. And I remember once, honey, and I tell you this was shame. I was, uh, we moved here, and this house was really terrible. And the garage, same thing, you know. So me, uh, I, I'm making some curtains for the, the garage. It used to have windows there you know mm-hmm. which it doesn't now and uh, so I was and Father McCabe came over and he always he loved Grandpa and uh, so I was saying oh sort of griping about how dirty the place was and all of that he's and he looked at me honey and I never forgot it he said didn't you look at this place before you bought it you know in other words shut up yeah. <laughs> wasn't nice at all. And I was so ashamed. But you know, honey, in a way, I'm glad a lot of those things happened to me because I got to see just how rotten I really was. And I, I thought I was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so funny how that's a natural thing of all of us. And all of us need somebody to just say... To be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard you crying now. Yeah. You know. You're not as holy as you think you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I that I started out just seeing how I, I met wonderful Shirley, but that uh, that's meant a whole lot of me. I just love walking by, and it's almost sometimes like you can just hear the voices, you know, in that. Now the church, um, the this version of the Saint Elizabeth Church and school, did uh, did any of your kids go there for school? Oh yeah, the twins. The twins went to there before Faith in God was born. Yes, uh-huh, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, so that must have been just, just the grade school part of it. Yes, uh-huh. They did... Uh, they had the nuns, St. Joseph nuns. Okay. And they were in Ohio, weren't they, honey? Based there? Mm-hmm. Or, I'm not sure. Um, anyway. Well, I know there's the, the big nun house in Monroe. That's the one. Yeah. That's where they were, honey. I'm the, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Monroe. I like to call it the nunnery. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that. They probably called it that too, um, but they sure were good teachers in that. Yeah. Did you ever? Did Dad ever take you driving through the the gardens and stuff out there? Out no, there? and uh, and we were invited there at different times. But you know, we had our family, and so. <clears throat> but I've always heard good things about it. Yeah, I have to. If they do the big um, garage sale in there again this year, they almost every year do this this wonderful like. Uh, uh, St. Joseph's? Well, no, down by St. Mary's in Monroe. The, oh, okay. At the nun house. Oh, um, Just a second. 
No, no, no worries. Go ahead and grab that. Oh, you. Okay. Yeah, they're you. all there Thank for you. you. Josh. Absolutely. <laughs> um, we're taking Dad and Debbie out tonight. Um, oh, to do how a, nice. A Mammy Memorial dinner. And, oh, uh, honey, that is so thoughtful. Terry and I were, as we're want to do sometimes, we were worrying about, like, where will we take them and everything. And it finally dawned on me last time, like, we're going to take them to the bowling alley. We're going to go get a bite to eat. And we're going to bowl a game of, of bowling. In honor of Mary. In, in honor of Mary. I, th- oh, what a nice deal. What, what else could we possibly do to honor that woman the way that she Something should be fun honored? Like that deal. Because that was what she loved. Mm-hmm. She and loved those women, too. Absolutely. So um, so we're going to go pick, we're going to go over there, uh, the, meet the new kitten. And then uh, actually when I leave here, I'm going to go to the pet place and uh, buy a, a gift for the kitten, Aww. you know, something, something nice. And uh, I got, uh, my car is completely full of uh, a bunch of items that I'm donating to Tried and True, the thrift store that um, uh, hires all the uh, developmentally disabled clients that oh, we have. real close here? It's yeah, over on uh, uh, Dix and yeah. Um, Eureka. Yeah. Yep, so we're going to, I'm going to go, don- I have a whole bunch of stuff I'm donating. I understand um, Mary did too, didn't she, honey? Absolutely, and, and it's such a great cause. You mm-hmm. know, it's the, the perfect Liz cause. Listen, I and, and um, the son now. Randy? Chris. Chris. He loves seeing like that, take his good old time and go through. Oh, I... And I was, oh, I'm so impressed with that place, honey. It's, it's so, so nice. Yeah, it's so clean. Mm-hmm. And, uh, dressing rooms and, yeah. Um, Furniture know. just looked like new. Mm-hmm. And I love how they place everything, you know. Well, and unlike a lot of thrift stores that you go through, it's not dusty. You don't, you know, you don't come out of there with an allergy. Or smelly. Yeah, or smelly. You feel welcomed and invited, mm-hmm. and it's yeah, I, I love what they do there. And you know, Terry, that's that's Terry's company. Like she, you know, she's way up in the in the ladder. But mm-hmm. um, one of the the groups of people that have to report to her is that store because mm-hmm. um, they they employ. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they do the employment, and it's it's about job development mm-hmm. through. Their which, which young man, honey, uh, was the first that I knew of that worked there? What was his name? Uh, Thomas. Yes. yes. What a nice guy. Is he still there, honey? Yes, he is. Yes, he uh, still he still works there off and on, and. Um, I think about them a lot, honey. They were the nicest group. Well, Thank they, you so much for inter- introducing me to them. Oh, they're just wonderful guys. They, they really truly I felt are. I got a little bit better of a person just meeting them. Absolutely. <laughs> well, getting to know people personally and knowing their stories right. So makes it so much easier to then be empathetic and understanding of other people that you don't know yet. Oh, because, how nice. You know, because you realize that there's stories behind them mm-hmm. that you just don't understand yet. Right. And... Um, but yeah, so I always love to go. I got a carload of stuff to go give them so that they can sell, and uh, I got to go to the pet store and do that. And um, yeah, it's it's, it's gonna all be all of this is on Mary's big day, right? The day before, yeah, yeah. So she's looking down, saying, "Hey, I'm proud of you, Josh. You're doing what you used to do." <laughs> so I, I figure if we bowl a couple of frames, you know, and, and be loud enough, she can hear us. And, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I just. Uh, Loved uh, your dad so much. He he just so loved Mary Z, you know. Mm-hmm. You know that my last deal we we had gone 
what I mean like a trip together, was out to a friend's um, wedding deal. And we came back, and uh, so I went to my bed, and she went to her. I, I went over and knocked a little bit on her door and and uh, to hug her good night, you know. And we had uh, got up the next morning, and she fixed uh, raisin toast, raisin bread toast. Just so delicious. And uh, we set out by Sophie and had our coffee and had our toast. And that was my memory of her. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I always think of her in that sunroom. Uh, you know, sitting down with her in the sunroom. And Isn't that beautiful? Thing. I, um, it was, it was funny, you know, it's one of those bittersweet things when, um, you know, it's springtime now, mm -hmm. and this would be the time that she would start preparing her, her little her garden roses. Yep. and her roses. And um, it's going to be weird to see uh, the backyard without the roses. Yeah, sure. You yeah. know, um, but it is what it is. Yes, know? that's so true. The, the, She's the, up there where the beauty is probably indescribable. Well, and the legacy of you know the time that she spent living there. Um, what her and Debbie did to make that garden area. Oh, yeah. You know, that, that beautiful fenced mm -hmm. garden that they have, the two of them, you know, worked. Well, sweetheart, do you remember when she and uh, Benny, they, uh, before the parents were living there, you know what I mean? They had bought the place, the way I understand it, and they, there was a lot of weeds, like in the front, like the side to the front, you mm -hmm. know. And she and Benny were out there pulling those weeds, you know. And I never forgot that. I just thought, isn't that absolutely beautiful? <laughs> that sounds like the two of yeah. them just uh, yeah. coming and helping, yeah. being a part of She it. would just, uh, you know what? She she reminded me so much of Shirley. The two of them seemed to have so many of the same. Uh, they were both such independent women. Yes, absolutely. Both uh, so talented, you know. Mm-hmm. And they didn't uh, sponge off anybody nope. or nothing. Just real, really wonderful people. In fact, they got somewhat offended if you offered them help, uh, unless they asked for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were really, really self. So how do you put sufficient? It? That's it. Thank you, honey. Yeah. That's happening more and more with me, Josh. I don't get the right word at the right time. Yeah. Now, a week later, I'll, I'll think of that. But you're not sitting here then. Right. <laughs> Dan, Dan and Debbie buying that house, There's it's such a, a funny thing. Like, um, There's a lot of funny stories about parents and different family members sure. that revolve around it. But um, do you remember the story of Grandpa when Dad first was looking at the house? And, and he thought that this man was, <laughs> he came in and... and I'll never forget your dad to this day. That was one of the funniest things, wasn't it? Yeah, but when Manny Manny thought for sure that Grandpa was just a, a traveling uh, preacher who well, was looking who, for money. What would anyone think with that van the way it was? <laughs> he just comes in there, and Manny's walking around there, and, you know, Grandpa's telling him all about God, and he's like, well, here, here's some money. And Grandpa's like, oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> $20, as I remember, yeah. wasn't it? It puts it in Oh boy, your dad had a ball, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. granddaughters too, you know, they would be here and and be at the park and they'd be flirting around with the young men, you know. 
grandpa would go by with that doggone van <laughs> and put on those all those voices, you know? The animal noises. <laughs> They'd be so embarrassed, but they didn't dare say nothing to grandpa. <laughs> oh my, that's going to be another thing to laugh about, isn't it, when we all get together? Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you know, um, and you may not, I, I don't know, but do you know who ever took the videotape library from from Faith in God? Like, you know, because we had a lot of things of events for Faith in God that got filmed and taped and stuff. Do you know, did that just get left behind with with ministry? Or do you, do you think? Uh, I wonder who could have. Uh, Joe and uh, Marge, you know, they, they assumed. Right. Uh, they would probably know. Are Joe and Marge still around? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bless their heart. You know, he's almost pushing 100 now. Yeah, yeah. That's. They are the sweetest people, honey. Um, I'd see, excuse me, it was over a year ago, Uncle Joe came by, and he said, hey, would you like to go to prayer meeting tonight? They still have the prayer meeting. Are they doing it over at In their, their house? house. Nice. Yeah. It's down, I think, to one or two. <laughs> but anyway, and so naturally, yeah. But they were still at the... The center when he invited me, so it had to be more than a year ago, didn't it? Yeah, probably a couple of years, maybe, maybe two, three years ago. But boy, oh boy, that's okay. And uh, but we had such a nice time. It, what was so much fun? It so shocked them to look up and see Joe, you know, and here he invited me if I'd like to go with him, and I did. Yeah, that's wonderful. But uh, they are the nicest couple, honey. They just both of them are so much alike, you know, so much in agreement with whatever is going on in that. Good people. Well, it's amazing that it touched their lives in such mm -hmm. a way that, you know, here it is uh, mm -hmm. 30 years later. But anything but, you would want to know, they'd be really happy to, uh, to yeah, share. Yeah, I'd have to uh, see if maybe Uncle Joe still has a connection with them at that all. That would be your best route, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. have to talk to him about that. Oh, yeah. I, that, I didn't think of that. I came into contact with, and I'm, I'm not really sure where Mom got it, but Mom had a uh, DVD of one of the new wine performances. Oh, how nice. And They were good. It was just fun to watch because it, it was, I'm not really sure where, where it was from because it wasn't from the the old center, the, mm -hmm. the, the uh, Labby School Center. It was, definitely wasn't from the new center because obviously new wine was long since gone uh -huh. by that point. And I don't, it didn't look exact, it didn't look like St. Elizabeth fully, but it may have been St. Elizabeth um, just with a different decoration, mm -hmm. I, I'm not sure, but uh, you know, there's my mom at maybe 30 years old. There's uh, such a Tom Wattstall, yeah. uh, Elaine Wattstall, uh, Elaine, and uh, she's gonna be at the party, honey. Oh, I, I can't wait to Isn't see. Isn't that her. great? Um, Elaine and Marissa were part of the dance troupe, mm -hmm. and Marissa couldn't have been. And maybe 16, 17 years old. Right there, she yeah. Just, 15, 16. Just like Megan. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, when she was dancing around, I was like, oh, is that Megan? Isn't that interesting, honey, all those features and that? Well, it, it's really funny because how much Megan also looks like Paul Black. Mm -hmm. Like, there's certain features of Megan that mm -hmm. are just like, that's Paul Black. But, like, the, her body type and just mm -hmm. the hair and everything, like, it was just like, oh, she mm -hmm. looks like Megan, you know? And then um, it was just great to see... You know, uh, Nancy Watson was in it too, and I never realized that she was part of any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. I, by the time I knew Nancy, or regularly from going over there, she was 
something was going on with her. She was just very secluded. Yeah. For a while there, not in her nose. I mean, yeah. As a kid, as a kid, she was just mean. Uh huh. But you know, as an adult, I look back. I'm like, ooh, I, I wonder what was going on. She was sure. just not. You know, she wasn't happy. You know, out there, and um. So it was very interesting to see. Yeah. All the. Um, I'll bet it was, honey. It was a. It was one of the periods where Bobby was not the drummer. For New Line, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure who it was. Dad was listing off some people it might have well, been. I, I, you were right about Joe. He would probably be able to help you tremendously. Yeah, I'm going to have to talk to him about he that. He has so much love in his heart, too. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have to get in contact with him about that. Cause I, I would love to get more footage of those days. Oh, of and look, course. And look at it. That would be so nice for your mom, too. Yeah. Um, I don't must know if, be some happy memories for her. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I, um, you know, it was faith in God provided her the stability and comfort that she never had. In Absolutely. Up to that point, and the ability. She is so talented, honey. Yeah, and, and it gave her that outlet mm-hmm. you know, to, to be able to just do that, and um, and. You know, not to beat a dead horse, but uh, to back to our original theme, you know, she, the faith in the fact that that place was going to accept her and let her be who she was Absolutely. gave her the ability to love and to be able to share her love and create to Absolutely. With other, with other people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm so. just so happy for that time in a lot of their lives and that, you know. Did you, when, when you guys, like, started doing the Faith in God stuff and... Um, you know, decided that you were going to move over to Lavity School and all that stuff. Did you, did you ever like think to yourself like, oh, so many people are going to get a creative outlet out of this, or did it just slowly happen to the point to where you didn't even recognize it happening? Uh, I just really always loved it because Grandpa was uh, he was just so in love with the whole thing. You know what I mean? Me, Josh, I, I was more. I'd rather be at home, mm-hmm. but. Grandpa being in that position, that was not a wise thing. He yeah. wanted me right with him, and uh, I, which I tried to do, you know, real happily. <clears throat> but it never was my thing. My my thing was uh, the home, the children, and uh, I'd I'd seen too much of life where parents weren't too good about watching their children very carefully you know what I mean yes there's a lot of sneaky things goes on and but um, at the same time I wanted to please mr. wonderful with all my heart so it's interesting kind of held in there yeah that's an interesting thought I hadn't I hadn't really thought about with with your di- the dynamic between the two yeah. of you before that um, was the, the only sad thing for me it was like I was being divided. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to please my sweet husband, which he had every right to expect that, because it's not really wise for a man to be in that position and be married, and the wife is not real close by. If you get what I mean, absolutely. But yeah, my drift in that, because you saw a lot of the terrible things that happened to couples like that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, and the families like yeah. that as well. Yeah. Um, the obligation. Mm-hmm. Um, not only to serving others outside of your home, but to making sure that your home is serviced. Right. Is a very interesting... Which the home, to me, is... That's those young children are 
they're to be guarded and protected. I'm telling you, a lot of things go wrong if you don't. Yeah. And, uh, but that was my only, I wanted to, to please both, you know what I mean, with all my heart, and I pray that I did. Do you feel, um, do, do you feel like uh, you weren't able to, uh, or actually I'll rephrase it, do you think that there was anything that you missed out on with the kids that you, that you think back like, man, I, I, if I wouldn't have been stretched so thin? Or maybe there probably is, honey, but each of them are so good to me that I've never heard anything okay. negative, you know. And but truly, it was it was something. I believe you're the only one I've ever even uh, shared this because it was such a deep thing to me, you know. It's that it's that it isn't easy to please a whole lot of people, you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Because I think our first commitment is to our mate, but then. What about those children? Right. And, but anyway, it was it was a wonderful time for me. I just, I just loved all the people that came into our lives, and it was a good time. Absolutely, absolutely. Good time. It's um, you had talked about before about how um, you know maybe you had issues with your temper once in a while. Oh and yes, yeah. Do you think that some of that within the parenting time? Uh, may have also been due to just being stretched thin, you know, having so many commitments. And, oh, and absolutely, Josh. Yeah. Um, when, I, I expected more of myself, you know, and uh, probably trusted myself too much, you know what I mean? That I w really wanted to be that ideal mother, ideal wife, it, you damn it. I just wanted to do my best at it, you know. And, and sometimes you, I don't think that's too good of a ideal. <laughs> well, how out of all of it... When you're not... Maybe I wasn't using the Lord like I should have. You know what I mean? Saying, well, it's up to you. <laughs> make my husband happy. Make my children happy. <laughs> out of all the hats that as a woman on this earth you wore, you were a daughter, you were a sister, you were a, a wife, you were uh, a mother... You were uh, a working woman, and you were a grandmother. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. That's to the me. best hat right there. And that was what I was going to get at. It's interesting. Because I pleased the, you know, you were always so special. And uh, I see that in my Chris now. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, and you always made me feel so wonderful. I, I felt wonderful. I'm, I'm wonderful. I've been with Josh. <laughs> And it's just the same with Chris, though, you know. Yeah. He he is just such a wonderful young man, honey, even though he has that deal which doesn't get him down too often. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just who he is, and, and that's uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he graduates this year, honey. Uh, such a I am moment. so proud of him. And I think the Lord has really blessed him with some real nice classmates. Sounds like that they have some really jolly good times in that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think it's funny because of all those hats, the majority of people in this world who've been touched by you uh, and your presence in their lives remember you as Granny. Right. As, 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 and that's what it, that was my favorite way to be remembered. <laughs> well, because you guys were very kind, you know what I mean? Well, all <laughs> Made of, all, me feel good. 
all of the struggles, all of the, um, the sacrifices that you made in your life yeah. came to a point to where when you became granny, you could be who you are. Right. You, know, you could you could share with everybody, and you could and, and more than anybody could understand. You could relate with any of us having dark moments right. or tough times. You know, um, I, I I don't know that anybody else felt this way, but like I growing up, I never thought for a second that you ever saw a trouble in your life as a kid. You know, when I was a right. kid, it was like. That woman is the happiest, most giving, most well-respected woman I know in the world. She and that wasn't phony. It really was true, you know. Yeah. Really. And, you know, uh, uh, almost to compare to you and, and uh, my relationship was, is Chris. I think that's the closest. All of them I've loved with all my heart. Absolutely. And I do. And, uh, but he... he his joy was to go over to the park and swing, and he talked politics. Not <laughs> politics to me, I don't know. <laughs> but I tried, Josh. <laughs> and he, did. he really is still in his heart, honey, politics. Yeah. He is really smart. Well, he's he's just like you. He just, he's just got it all right up here, you know. He's really fascinated on how everything works yeah. and how it all comes together. Yeah. And I and I love that about him. Mm-hmm. I love having those conversations with Chris because yeah. he does. He, he sees. He it. really admires you, and uh, he's such a sin- sincere person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You, what you see is what you get with Chris. Right, no, no it's true. He's there. really honest. Yeah, really, really honest in everything. Do you think that um, when? Because again, judging by how I know you and, and the time frames that right. I know you, by the time I started developing real relationship with you, um, Liz and Rissy had just gotten old enough to not be in the house right. and, you know, and, and mm-hmm. to move on. Do you think that maybe uh, because of not having kids at home anymore, um, you didn't feel the same kind of uh, stretching that you had to do between faith in God and home, like you weren't like mm-hmm. feeling like you had to stretch yourself between both jobs mm-hmm. and that you could become more comfortable with, with yourself and not having that obligation at home? Well, you know, uh, my love of sweet, wonderful Paul, uh, he, he had such needs himself, bless his little heart, but he had a lot of sickness, you know what I mean, when, uh, as a young kid. Mm-hmm. And they were poverty-stricken, too. And so I, my heart went out to him so much because he was very, very sensitive. Okay. And, I mean, that's, that can be a virtue, too. Absolutely. And uh, I just, I really, with all my heart, I wanted to please everyone in my life. I mean, I really did. I just felt that, boy, what a joy that would be just to make people feel good. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it's truly what I, I really meant it. You know, it was sincere. It still is. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Yeah. Did um did Grandpa need a lot of reassurance from you? Like, do you do you feel like when uh, when he was honey, going... he really did, but he didn't. He didn't want anyone to know that he did. Sure, absolutely. And that included me. Yeah. And so, you gotta 
really kind of walk a fine line, you know, with like that. Yeah. To where they feel comfortable. Because you can't believe how cruel pe people can be, Josh. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you can. You've lived this long. They'll, they'll say unkind things, make you feel very insecure. Um, well, and, and also when you're as sensitive as Grandpa was. Uh, he was. Makes, he didn't really realize he was, but he, he was. Oh, I totally get it because I don't think of myself as ultra sensitive either. But then I realize that I am when I become, um, when I start mauling over something somebody said that probably didn't mean anything. But in my mind, I'm like, oh, they were judging me there, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But I, I think it's interesting because, um, you know, we have, as we've talked about, we've had many themes throughout our conversations that seem to come back up. But mm -hmm. one of them is the idea that your best attributes a lot of times are also your Achilles heel. Um, You're right. The ability for Grandpa being so sensitive, mm -hmm. it made it to where he could be accepting and understanding and helpful to the downtrodden. To those mm -hmm. who felt like they didn't have That's who he to was real comfortable with. Right. Mm -hmm. But the problem with that is for him to be the liaison between those who were downtrodden and uncomfortable mm -hmm. to those who were in power, that meant he had to be sensitive to one group but yep. try to turn off his sensitivity towards the other mm -hmm. because the group's in power. And in between that, he had to be the best of all of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad faith. And he had to come home to you, and you had to rebuild him you know, a little bit, or at least build him back up every so yeah. often, remind yeah. him that he was wonderful. And, yeah. Um, and, and what a great gift that is, all in its own, oh, to be amen. able to, do, to share that with somebody. I think the Lord wants that of every wife, I really do, to make the home a, really a wonderful, comfortable place to come. I I, I find that with, with me and Terry, is sure. that that's a lot of times my role with Terry is to build her back up sure. after tough days like when she comes home and um you know she's just had to deal with a lot of bureaucracy at work and, right. and the things that make it stifling to try to do good yeah well, isn't that rough um it, it is um but it, there is a a sense of purpose for me in in recognizing that and going okay mm -hmm. this is what you felt through the day and this right. is what you dealt with now let's rebuild this. Yeah, because right. if you don't, you're not going back tomorrow and being able to, to do it. You're sure. going to fail, you know. And so we all need that. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think when Terry and I both were stretched thin, in, in the sense that we were both were trying to go out there and help masses of people sure. each, we didn't have the ability to come home and have either of us build each other back up because mm -hmm. we both were needy. Whereas right now, um, the way things work. I'm not as needy about that particular part because mm -hmm. I, I'm i not out there taking the same abuse she does. Yes. And, and yeah. I can keep the house clean. I can make sure that we eat good meals at mm -hmm. night. and, and Make family members happy. And keep family members happy mm -hmm. and things like that. And I um, I sense that that's part of what you're saying here, you know, mm -hmm. with, with that. Like, um, one of my obligations, and it's not an obligation, it's a privilege. Right. It's a Amen. privilege to serve. But one of the things that my service is I take care of Terry's mom, you know, when right. um, she's a sweetie, isn't she? She is. And and I, when I leave here, one of my stops after the thrift store and the pet store is I got to stop at her house and drop her off some more soup and uh, 
Like, I got her a little loaf of bread just like I got you. Oh, and, how wonderful. Because uh, she's been sick all week. And um, so I stopped there last night, gave her some, some food, and I'm going to do that. Would you have thing. her address in uh, your mind or that? I don't, but I can probably get it. I can um, I can get you that address. For I, would, I would really love that because I, I just so... I feel so bad I lost her address, you know. She sent me a card. I will do that right this second. She is a lovely person. I really appreciate her.